Alright everyone, welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. This is episode number 226 going live for our gorgeous patrons on January 28th, 2023. Everyone else, 30th. it's me, it's Steve, we're back. Uh, how you doing, Steve? Doing alright, I'm sick today. Again, wasn't I sick? Again. I was sick last time, right? Is it COVID again or are you negative? <laughs> no, I tested negative um, mm. and I definitely don't feel as bad, but I'm, I'm definitely not well. Mm. It's almost like you have someone in your house at ground level running around touching things and putting them in their mouth constantly. Oh my God. Disgusting. <laughs> Such disgusting. Toddlers are just disgusting creatures. Well, if you want to help Steve keep his toddler alive, patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs, Discord perks, two-day early access to this program, including interviews, which we're doing more and more of all the time. People are saying this, Steve. Uh, game key giveaways, discounts for Canadian gaming events like EGLX, and at the credited patron tier or higher, we'll thank you at the end of every episode. Steve, we're also now on TikTok, although as you've replied to my comment on our first TikTok about holding me accountable about posting more TikToks, it's still just one, but I'm working on it, video's hard. What isn't as hard is Instagram, which I'm starting to fill out with some nice pretty mm. news stories um, people are liking, so check those out. I'll link those at the top of the show notes. Uh, I, had to go private. I had to go private on Instagram. Yes. Why? Because I just got porn bots just liking my stuff uh, all the time, my stories. And then they mm. finally, I was like, whatever. And I would just block them or just ignore them. And then finally they got to, you know how you can have like the little stories that, on your profile that just stay there forever? Mm-hmm. I have ones of dad. And then they started mm-hmm. liking the dad ones. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah, need done. to get reminders of this from like, you know, yeah, th- the names that they have. So uh, it's funny. It went private. It's happening a lot to my friend Nick. And so like the picture is like the usual, like just ripped picture, but then the username's a jumble of numbers and then it's guys names. Like it's like Brian, Joe or whatever. And it's really confusing. Cause like if oh, you're really? steal a picture, just steal a non male sounding name. But I don't think they're trying that hard. No, it's uh, <sighs> it's totally a numbers game for them. It's just like, whatever we can easily just reach out to a billion of these people. If we it's get true. Like, a couple. So, Speaking of trying hard, Steve, I just published an interview with Hololabs, the Victoria-based mm. independent game studio known for AR projects, uh, mixed media uh, uh, project. I don't like saying the same word twice, but I did anyway. And Floor Kids. But their next project, Skyhaven, uh, is in beta, hoping to launch potentially Earth Day 2K23. Uh, check out that interview the one before this episode in your feed and stay tuned next week for an interview with them as well as John, John and, uh, Oh God, kid koala who worked on floor kids. And on one episode, we're going to get our first person with a Wikipedia page and our first person with an IMDb page. So I'm excited about that. Ooh, that's a two cool. for one there. Wait, is it the uh, same person? No, it's John. John's got an IMDb page cause they're an animation. I guess mm. kid koala probably does too. And then kid koala does music. A lot of really good music. I got to ask him, um, I, I don't know if this will make it on the podcast, but I wanted to ask him about a YouTube comment I read about Dell the Funky Homo Sapien that said uh, he did a show in London, Ontario, and he came out and he's like, who likes video games? And I was like, woo! And he's like, who likes Sega? And a couple of people booed. And apparently he like was so mad he did like one more song and then left. Um, and this is just a story on YouTube, like as a comment on YouTube. So no ver- verifiableness whatsoever. But... I asked Kid Koala because he's toured <laughs> with him, and he said he'll ask him next time he sees him. So stay tuned for an update on that and the oh, interview. Oh, I hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I think about that story often. Um, shout out to Dell, one of the best to ever do it. But that's not why the people are here, Steve. The people are here for Canadian gaming news, events, and impressions, which we're going to give them. It's uh, I've got a nice split this week between Montreal and Vancouver, four news stories apiece, and then Toronto. But yeah, we just got to sneak one in there because they always have to be involved. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to talk about two Canadian games I've been playing. Grindstone 3, 4. Oh my god, we've been playing so many games. Uh, we probably won't talk about all of these, but i got four Canadian games I could possibly talk about. And I'll just ask you which ones <laughs> you want to hear about. Yeah, I, I really just want to talk about the one Canadian one that I've been playing. So. Okay. <clears throat> all right, Steve. Uh, two new events, remember, for our New Year New Me Challenge. I'm going to talk about the event when I publish it on the site and then the week before the event. 
So two new events on the site, Demo Nights and the games from Quebec Steam Sale are coming up start of February. Uh, Demo Nights, as part of Steam Next Fest, is a curated selection of Canadian games with demos on Steam. That's going Thursday, February 2nd to Saturday, February 4th. Uh, and the games from Quebec Steam Sale, the same dates, but or starts on uh, also on the February 2nd and goes till Monday, February 6th. Um, and then XP Game Developer Summit 2023 has been announced. They've asked us to plug it, which I don't mind doing. Thursday, April 20th to Friday, April 21st. Tickets on sale now. There's an early bird discount. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'll shuffle some paperwork on that. And uh, what, what song do you want to hear, Steve? Anything top of your mind or just whatever? I'm uh, GoldenEye Facility one? GoldenEye? Excellent. Golden GoldenEye Eye. Facility. Let's go. Comes out tomorrow. So. Pause music in GoldenEye is banning. There's like TikTok. It is about good. It. Oh, yeah. Are you going to um, play it? Have you ever played GoldenEye? I played it once on an N64 with four people. So I feel like I got the experience. But yeah, true. that game handles like ass, dude. We've learned oh, so I'm much sure. about <laughs> We've learned so much about making first person shooters since what, 1998? Seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that game is horrible. Dude, I got to tell you. <laughs> I was the fucking the best GoldenEye player that had ever existed. Like I've got fucking good. dominated that game. If there was esports and online shit back then, I would hmm. I would be swimming in that right now. But excellent. I had to just play against my friends and my brothers and other dipshits I met in university and just <laughs> conquered them all. Uh that was me with Mario Kart, but then uh, my friend Jake and his fiance uh played it like fiance. every day for eight months. And now they're better than me, and they spank me every time, so it's no longer fun. Yahoo! All right, Steve, waltzing down to Montreal, Quebec. Got a couple news stories for you. Solo game dev studio Brightworm, good name, has been founded by industry veteran Bronson. I should have looked up how to pronounce Z-G-E-B. I'm going to go with Zeb. I'm going to go with Zeb until I'm corrected, um, which might be soon because Bronson uh, actually wants to come on the podcast sometime. Uh, it's oh, more of like a, a co-host situation like we did with Symbiosis, like just come on and go over the news with us and then we'll end out with a bit of an interview. Mm-hmm. But Bronson uh, has earned the title of industry veteran through co-founding co-op mode. That's oh, fun to say. Nice. Uh, cool. Way back in 2012. Uh, and then also was a productions tool lead at Unity uh, and then was one of the... Des- or sorry, the design director on the Laura Croft Go Mirror of Spirits and, and worked on a couple other games there. Uh, but <gasps> has now... The, oh, man, was that the game? That might have that been was the, the, the co-op. Was... That was like the PS Plus co-op Tomb Raider game. Yeah, I think that was the one that I played when Sophia was born. <gasps> Hold on. So you got to be on this interview. <gasps> oh, Steve. it was. You got to be on this one if it happens. No, wow. okay, wait. My trophies are a few days afterwards. Oh. Uh. It must you told me you were that, playing must, Hitman Go in the hospital. Maybe it was Hitman. Maybe it was Hitman then. And then I play, mm-hmm. and then like I got it like the same, uh, the same, same time. like week that she was born. Yeah. Okay. October fifth. I have Hitman trophies. So ah. Oh well. Uh, but Bronson's. Oh, what a strong name. Bronson's Bronson? new studio, Brightworm, uh, working on a new project. That's all they've said. They have a cool, pretty website, and they post cool renders they do in Unity all the time. Uh, it looks really good. And nice. Yeah, they work on cool games I think are good. So we'll be following that and hopefully having them on the show. What's that uh, Star Wars memes? Like, we'll be looking at your... your um, we'll be looking at your... Oh, man, what is your career with great interest or something like that? <laughs> From which one? Uh, it's a prequel one. And it's like um, the senator who's the bad guy says about Anakin. It's like, I'll Palpatine. Be your, yeah, I'll be looking at your career with a great interest or something along those lines. Somehow, Palpatine has returned. 
<laughs> you know, someone was staring at a blank word doc for like three weeks before they just started with that. So one, one of our, someone in our discord was so mad that they did that in the crawl. <laughs> like that they announced Palpatine was back in the Star Wars crawl. <laughs> and, and then Poe's character says it when they're doing the little meetup at the beginning, like somehow Palpatine has returned. Like yeah. they say it twice. All that to say, uh, Steve's GOTY 2022 TMNT Shredder's Revenge coming to mobile with new revamped touch controls exclusively through Netflix. So I don't know if you've been following um, Netflix's mobile uh, ambitions. They bought the um, night or the uh, Oxenfree devs, Night School, and then have founded a couple other <coughs> studios and got some big names on there. Yeah, I found uh, I played um, Shatter on there. Mm. Yeah, a couple of like exclusives and then um, some ports. Uh, they most recently got Poc- or Card Jockey, that game from the Pokemon studio that everyone really liked for DS uh, mm. or 3DS. A um, bunch of nerds on Twitter really losing their mind about that. But more importantly, they got Montreal-based tribute games Retro Beat-Em-Up. The touch controls... It's funny, I told you the first one of these I ever really played and actually beat was the Simpsons one, which was also touch controls, like the on-screen like joystick and buttons. So maybe that's how I'll play TMNT. Yeah, Although, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out and dive in. It's all free, right? Like It's not part of your... Like, it's on a, yeah, so on iOS, you go into the Netflix app, you go down to games, and then it boots you to the App Store. But then I think on Android, you can just do it right <laughs> through the Netflix app. Yeah, like I don't remember paying... Yeah, it's all included. Interesting. Um, Netflix started adding games in November 2021. Hmm. It's funny, when they did that, there was some guy who hosted one of the, like, uh, uh, what's that, a Virgin Radio show in Toronto, and he asked me to come on and talk about the thing. And then I found out afterwards it was one of Doug Ford's lawyers. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just remember that because you got invited on to like No Politics Tuesday. Yeah, my friend Sean was listening because I sent him the link and he was like, why did they get you on for No Politics Tuesday? I'm like, I don't know, man. (laughs) You need to scroll. You don't even need to scroll on my Twitter to know that's a bad idea. But Never never got invited back though, did you? No, I guess not. Mm. I don't know. I'd go back. If you're listening, have me back. Uh, Steve, you linked me a trailer launch trailer for the dead space remake <laughs> yeah it's out tomorrow i can't wait oh man <laughs> we don't have to uh, go into further i'm just excited it got good reviews too so it did it's two gamer points better than the first one based on metacritic yeah, yeah man so congrats <clears throat> that's what a decade of um of experience gets you it's true uh and probably if it sells well uh the start of ea just completely remastering all of their 2000 to 2015 games um forever yeah probably actually that's probably probably so hopefully it sells well uh because those were the last 15 years where ea made good games hey no i'm just dead space 2 would be pretty sweet dead space 1 and dead space 2 are actually actually all three dead spaces are pretty like different in terms of how they handle their gameplay because like Mm. dead space like dead space one wasn't really that linear and dead space two was like you like and it was a lot more action oriented and stuff like that was kind of like they they threw in a little bit of uncharted in there mm. uh and then dead space three is like a co-op game so they kind of like everyone kind of poo-poos on the third one i never played it but like i don't know you appreciate them kind of changing up a little bit um mm. but i think a lot of people are now like okay now that one is done you can just do two and then mm-hmm. just you know make a new one <laughs> <laughs> like don't go don't fix three i wouldn't mind playing three though but i'm gonna i'll play three with you steve i can't wait it's on ps now or ps whatever it's called now i'm gonna get remake in like three <laughs> to eight months when it's forty dollars on marketplace but then i'm excited to play it i can't wait i have it tomorrow not very so liquid i got the, i got the i got the call today from me games saying that's in so oh hell yeah uh last news story from montreal idos montreal's avengers again we talked about <coughs> two episodes ago as they added Bucky Barnes uh, is ending support this September, 2023. Uh, The official announcement states that both single player and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. Even after support ends, Uh, the game will no longer be available for sale digitally. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. Big one, Steve. It'll just be free to play or like they just take it off the stores. They're just not selling it. Um, So you can still get a disc at EB games for like $5 and, play the single player if you want uh but the cool thing i want to highlight here from their 
announcement is quote as a show of appreciation for our community starting march 31st uh, we will make all the games marketplace challenge card and shipment cosmetic item items available for free every single outfit takedown emote nameplate all the stuff on the marketplace will be free for all players from that date onwards if you own a copy of the game pretty cool yeah uh, and then they have a big chart about how all the eight different currencies will convert into uh there's too many if you have stuff in the game there's a, a chart on the article i wrote to know how your stuff's getting converted but yeah it was we talked about it <laughs> I'm just like, now i fucking hate that so yeah much. oh my god uh, we we talked about it a couple weeks ago and i was very incredulous about how this game with like very few people playing it was still getting content updates. I assume that the two-year contract, that it was a two-year contract because it launched September 2020 and it's ending September 2023, or I guess three-year contract. Um, so yeah, I guess they are probably just keeping it up as long as they legally have to before just taking it down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they like I guess people just kind of from the get-go was like, I didn't you know didn't want this i like the game i thought it was mm. solid i thought the characters were kind of controlled different and stuff um mm. but it definitely you know it was super repetitive the biggest issue i have with the game is um at least when i played i don't know if it's different now but there was only like there was it's all repeatable quests right Cause it's a game it's a service and like you there was mm. only two it was only abomination or taskmaster that you fought mm. and it's like you have the whole marvel universe and you only have two like bosses like that was kind of that was kind of lame. So, I don't know. I guess uh, Suicide Squad is up next. We'll we'll see that fail and then. Oh man! Die. Oh, how the mighty have fallen! Rock steady. <laughs> you were so. You were the chosen one. You were <laughs> supposed to save the force. See Star Wars. That's, hold on. I actually pulled up the thing, and now you're, you're bringing up Star Wars again. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's okay. We will watch your career with great interest. Is what. Uh, oh. That does sound like something a creepy old man would say on your first day. Yeah, he says it to the eight-year-old uh, person, too. So, huh. To Darth Vader when he's eight. All right, Steve. Uh, Runner-up for Canadian Game of the Year 2K22 in our Game of the Year polls. Nobody Saves the World celebrates its one-year anniversary with a free update um, and a sale that is now over by the time you're listening to this. Uh, that's why you should go to our website. Uh, the update adds a impossible quote-unquote dungeon it's just an endless dungeon like you can just go in and see how far you get mm. uh as well as a couple other new things like a uh, new form the dinosaur and it's funny the uh it's like a t-rex but it has f some feathers on it because you know how like dinosaurs actually had feathers and that's a big joke uh the new dungeon yes sorry i was yes i yes i like it. <laughs> leave me hanging there it's googling i'm sorry no i feathers. wanted to see if they added a trophy i want to see if they added a trophy i want to see if they did added they? trophies no Hmm. The DLC, uh, the Frozen Hearth DLC, got trophies, but not this new, this new one. Hmm. Um. Yeah, the new dinosaur form and the dungeon are available for everyone who owns the game. Just a free update: the impossible dungeon will appear in the gorge area of the map for players familiar. Uh, and then there's also this uh, in-game statue of all the forms that you can like add to by completing the dungeon and getting different quests, and you're building this big monument to nobody and all the forms. Nice. Uh, it looks cool. I like when games that do well get a free update. Mm -hmm. And we love Drinkbox on this program, don't we, Steve? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, I, I dove back into it, by the way. I started playing again. So. Oh, hell yeah. What are you playing on? Uh, PS5. Mm, gotcha. Taking my time. The thing that's like weird about the game mm. is you. it makes you feel like if you're not progressing in the quest, then you're just like wasting your time. Mm. You know what I mean? So right. you're changing. Like if there's you're not a a bar filling up your yeah like you're, so you're changing you're going in your menu quite a bit and you're and you're just like adjusting your your perks and stuff like that and it's mm -hmm. it's like it's good because it gets you testing out different things of what you like but it, it kind of sucks because as soon as you find something you really dig and really like then the quest for it you're pretty much done and you have to switch it over again mm. so i don't know maybe you can tell me like if by the end of it you do just to kind of get to play the way you would want to play but I was I was I did a few missions and dungeons and stuff and I was taking my time with it and I'll I'll, I'll dabble in and out but it's mm -hmm. um, you know I'm ready for Rockman Three bring that I bring will that. say when I played with my friend Tyler we got to the end without S ranking all the characters so there were still quests that we could work on so like mm. we did a bunch of side content and beat the game without ever 
um, losing the the yoke of uh, quests filling up in the top left to make us feel guilty about not playing <laughs> right, something right, that right. was was working on. Uh, but I guess with this endless <coughs> mode, you, yeah, go go ham. Have you got to the point where you start like mix and match forms? Like you add different abilities to yeah forms? yeah yeah. Like yeah, you get yeah. the slug and then you can use like the the horses stomp and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah yeah, I've gotten that. Part. The quests get really fun in that regard. Like using specific abilities with different forms to make you try things that work so yeah that's what i mean because I, I am i'm probably like nine hours in or so i'm past the like the the twist mm. on who you are okay i remember gotcha. that part and then i'm a little bit past that um but yeah i'll die i want to play multiplayer too i gotta find someone to ps5 and you do go to reddit not, find it find a nerd oh my god no i'm not going to reddit you can <laughs> All right, Steve, hopping over to the West Coast. Four news stories out of Vancouver. Industries of Titan finally leaving early access next month, February 2023. I really like this game. It's one of the best strategy games I've ever played, a genre I don't particularly enjoy. But we streamed it on Twitch when it launched in early access. Uh, And yeah, it's been in early access, oof, April 2020 to January. Oh, no, no, it's leaving... January 31st, by the time you're listening, no, the day after it goes live for Normies, you can get Industries of Titan. Well, you can get it now, I guess, because it's early access, but uh, yeah, that's what, two years plus, too much math, like almost three years in early access. They really took their sweet time with it, Mm -hmm. and I really liked the state it launched in, haven't looked at it or touched it since, so I'm probably going to dive back in uh, when it launches fully, because I had a lot of fun with it. Mostly positive, uh, 1,000 reviews. Top funny one being, nope, from user Thor Valid. No, Is sucks. it coming to? I don't see oh, console release too. with the. Yeah, I don't see console release. That's okay. No, just Epic Game Store and Steam to start. Uh, here's a funny one. Ironic that I force my citizens into monetization stations while I sit at my PC eight hours a day. I like that. <laughs> Uh, as you don't know, it's the premise is you're uh, on Titan, one of Saturn's moons, and you're colonizing. So you're building the city, you're keeping everyone happy, you're juggling all the bars at the top to make sure none of them are dipping too much. Um, and it's gorgeous. Like it's not voxely, but it's very. Uh, God, I wish I was better at describing art. It's very. Maybe it is voxely. No, it's not voxely. It's blocky but pretty and glowy terrible way to describe it (laughs) but check it out uh launching actually next month february 2023 is a prequel to backbone uh called tales colon the backbone preludes uh february 2nd 2023 quote there's more to discover about howard renee clarissa and eli tales the backbone in uh preludes the post-noir narrative adventure with branching choices um so this uh, if you remember steve the first one still is uh oh wait hold on not that well received on steam people really didn't like how it ended yeah yeah it was it was the later half right that people kind of it ends rather abruptly in a way that you're like oh you probably had a third act to this that you didn't have time or money to make um but you know i understand game development (coughs) yeah it's at mixed with 1500 reviews uh the top review Act one got me hooked. Act two got me worried. Act three jumped the shark, and Act four is a cutscene. Mm. But yeah, that's fair. But I really liked it, and I like short games. So hoping that's the thing. Eh? Mm. That's the thing. Anytime like I complain is that it's short, I'm just like, yeah, fuck, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm all about, baby. People are um, kind of complaining about the Dead Space thing because it's like, oh, seventy dollars for a twelve-hour game, and I'm like, that is the sweet spot for me because <laughs> it will still take me like three weeks to beat Dead Space. Right. But, so, um, I, this is pretty yeah. sweet. I gotta get back. I gotta play Backbone. That's or, um, that's that's definitely because it's on like everything. I think. Do I have it as well? I might have it. The Canadian angle here, of course, Eggnut, the studio, has, mm-hmm. uh, I, confirm, I can confirm two Canadian developers, uh, studio co-founder and lead designer Nikita Danchin and Ishani Birch, the producer. Um, but they say they're a remote team across Canada, Georgia, United States, and Netherlands. Uh, yeah. Was this In a Game Pass game? 
set in Vancouver. I don't know if it is set in a dystopic Vancouver. Back I've played it. I played the first pass. like like couple screens. Uh, oh, I get backbone the uh, controller. LOL. Uh, no, it's not on Game Pass right now. Mm, I don't know if it has been in the past though. I optimized for Xbox Series XS. Then I must own it through something else. Anyways. Mm. Anyways, excited for that one. Uh, yeah, hopefully people come back and give him another chance. I certainly will. Uh, and I want to see Howard get into more shenanigans like that guy. All those characters are from the first game, so I think it's probably just going to follow them up to the point they meet and start doing stuff in the first game. Yeah. Anywho, Steve, last two stories of the week. Uh, Minecraft Legends is launching in April. Uh, this was announced during the Xbox Direct. They're just calling it the Xbox Direct, which I really like. Uh, and it had the same like transition animations as the Nintendo Direct. They're, they're just like, doing yeah, directs now. Yeah, just, like, just don't even hide what it is. Cause, yeah. It's a good idea. You know? uh, well, capitalism breeds innovation. Also capitalism. <laughs> you know, that meme. Yeah. Uh, coming April 18th. Uh, developed by the hard space shipbreaker devs blackbird interactive is it really and i would wager that that studio recently acquired by netease skybox uh they were saying they were supporting multiple uh games in the minecraft universe and they're also vancouver or sorry bc based so I'd wager they're working on this, but I'll check the credits and get back to you when I play it on Game Pass, which is where I'll be playing it. It's a Minecraft RTS, Steve, and it looks pretty sweet. Me and my buddy Nick are going to play it if you want to join. Yeah, why, why not your buddy Steven? Why not me? Well, there's four players. so oh, Okay, yeah, then I'll play yeah, it. Yeah. I'll play it. It looks cool. So basically you can, in real time, well, I guess that's implied by the RTS. If you're an older person listening or not familiar, RTS, real-time strategy. Uh, you set up a base, other players can invade, try to take you on, or you can just fight against mobs like normal RTSs. Nerd game uh, for it, nerds. All Minecraft themed. Nerd game for nerds. Um, it looks very nice, too. So it's like a super zoomed out perspective because, you know, you have to look at the lay of the land. Um, a couple players are setting up the base while other players are going to gather resources to help them set up the base in time for all the hordes to attack. It looks mm-hmm. great. Aaron, if you're listening, play this with Yumi, Nick, and Steve, unless you have plans to play it already it's coming to everything uh steam playstation xbox switch game pass stupid switch stupid switch all right last news story this week just a little fun one i wanted to throw in here uh the darkest dungeon 2 developers red hook studios partnered with make-a-wish to get fans uh to design uh, a new monster and some items in the game uh quote in late 2022, we had the incredible opportunity to team up with a Darkest Dungeon super fan named Sam through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, Sam's wish was to design a new enemy for Darkest Dungeon 2. Uh, he met with Red Hook co-founders Chris Barassa and Tyler Sigmund to discuss the game and get a behind-the-scenes look at the game's ongoing development. Uh, Barassa worked closely with Sam to create a horrific new monster, as well as a suite of complementary items. So the monster is the Gaunt Chirurgian? an unconventional support unit for the gaunt faction uh and then a bunch of items uh this is cool i'm i i want to i want to play sam's character you know yeah see what what he what he's got and then it's nice it's definitely pretty cool yeah uh you love to see it it's funny i wouldn't associate such a uh morbid and dark game with a child but you know, some things connect for, for certain reasons, you know, it's a game about overcoming and maybe that <coughs> resonates. I like it. The art is cool too. Just looking at it. Have, that, have you played darkest dungeon too? I forgot. Uh, yeah, I played it at launch. I got to the end of the launch content. It was just like two worlds. Um, mm-hmm. and my usual thing with early access games is if I get it, I play it up till the end of the launch or just play it like a one good session and then just wait until full release to play the rest right like you don't dive in during the, the no like the that was thing. that was my thing with we happy few with ooblets um hades uh yeah i'll check it out at launch see what you got and then check back in in two to three years i guess yeah. industries of titan too yeah that's true all right i'll cut cool. to a darkest dungeon song and wishlist some games talk about what we've been playing 
get you back to Sonic Frontiers? No, I'm going to play high with the, the, the Xbox game that came out from. Oh yeah. Hi-Fi. Hi-Fi. I want to check that out. Unless you want to play Halo. Oh dude, let's play Halo. All right. We'll be right back. Cracker Knuckles and crack open Steam and wishlist a couple games. First, wishlist this segment of the new year. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I got a I got a Toronto sandwich here. Uh, starting with A Night in the Attic by Mighty Yell. You'll remember from their latest release, The Big Con. Mm. Uh, mm. Releasing 2K23, quote, Pull open the latch to a dusty old attic and find curiosity and adventure waiting for you on a table in the corner. What starts as playfully guiding Genevieve through a labyrinth board quickly turns into a sprawling, puzzle-solving VR adventure. So we're taking a jump here from a sort of 2D um, narrative adventure game with the big con to a, a fully first-person VR uh yeah, also adventure game. Puzzle. Puzzle is one of the first tags. No gifts in the Steam description yet, but we got a juicy trailer and some screenshots. Uh, Dave from Mighty Yell has been posting about it, so if you want to see some updates, you should go follow them. Uh, shout out to Dave. Shout out to Dave. And yeah, I like this idea. It's it's uh, <coughs> unclear who you're playing as. In my headcanon, you're a child, because it's much more fun if you're a child who finds all this than gross old man some, some like 40 year old dude who just has a bad back <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh from the trailer you, you get to this corner you start um unpacking this box and then like uh you start like it's kind of like that minecraft uh ar demo from e3 a bunch of years ago where like the things off the table and like you're looking at a setting kind of like that mm-hmm. the hololens demo um yeah it looks cool what do you think yeah it does look neat um my life of VR is is over. Is it coming to other like? Is it coming to Oculus? Doesn't seem super graphic mm, intensive. It only says actually it doesn't even say VR platforms on the store page yet. So maybe they haven't announced that yet. Yeah, sure. No, it looks pretty looks pretty sweet. Definitely a departure of the first game, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like complete, like everything about it is completely <laughs> completely different. The art style is different. It's three D. It's VR. Yeah, um, like I can tell you from working on console games to PC games to VR games, like what you can reuse, which every game studio you buy games from reuses stuff, uh, what you reuse from the big con to this is probably pretty limited. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I went to go to Mighty Yale's website because I, I wanted to see if it was on different things. I forgot that their, the, their website is still the theme, like a 90s website. Oh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. so pretty. It's yeah, so it's great. good. The Beans team, the that Toronto team Devin's working at, also has a '90s website. It's very good. Oh, really? What is it? Bean, yeah, Beans dot team Beans. Uh, search Devolver Beans, and you'll find it. Oh, they got Devolver money. Yeah, it's a Devolver published project oh. from some ex Ubisoft people, and then they hired Devin. Uh, good. We still haven't seen part. that, have we? No, like their game. Interesting. And that's right. been like that was announced several E3s ago. I, I might have still been in Ontario. I don't know. Yeah, Anywho, don't come back. All that to say is a night in the attic from Toronto-based Mighty Yell on your Steam wish list. Yes, it is. Excellent. Next game today to wish list is Frigid 
by Celeritas Games in Winnipeg. Ah, that's funny. Right there in Winnipeg, and the game's called Frigid. Uh, it's available to wishlist on Steam, but it is also going to get a Kickstarter very soon, uh, so you can notify for the launch of that. Quote, Hunt, build, craft, and survive an apocalyptic Arctic environment and unravel the mystery of a strange virus that is infecting the local wildlife. Mm. Inspired by the thing. It's funny, that could just be about being in Winnipeg since COVID started, but... Uh. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the inspired by the, the thing in their uh, That's description. Good. <laughs> I feel um, like you should start the description with that. Inspired by the thing, hunt, hunt frigid will let you hunt, build, craft, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, you're the right. thing that is, is awesome. I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I fucking love the thing. I love. Saw that it for the first time last year in theater. Oh man, it's so good and it's incredible. You know, my favorite part of it is there was a it was a there was a short story mm. about it or about the, like that started it. the The movie is the sequel, and then there's a video game that came out on PS2 and Xbox yeah. that is the sequel to that. It takes place like, like a couple hours after the movie ends you're just like a like a government agent being sent up to figure this out which is funny because the whole premise of the movie is no one's coming for months yeah i know um, and that the movie the movie is actually like takes place like a couple hours after the book because the start of it when they're shooting the dog or whatever like those nor the, the i forget what they are, norwegians. they are yeah norwegians they're the they're like in the book or whatever i love the thing huh. it's awesome so frigid automatically jumps up to the thing and the trailer yeah. starts year 2030 climate change is now irreversible i got some bad news for 2030 uh <laughs> you could set this game in 2022 uh we got some gifts in the steam page you got the classic survival game loadout with your you know uh characters jacket pants shoes slots crafting on the right um it does look frigid like these gifts and this trailer is making me cold mm-hmm. um Oh, in the top left, there's constantly a like uh, temperature gauge, um, so that'll be fun to see how low that drops. Uh, this, um, <clears throat> I could, I can mistake this for the lawn dark. To be perfectly honest, like mm. the like the UI and stuff, and the temperature and all that mm. reminds me of that. Um, They're going for a realistic art style. Like if you look at that uh, infected wildlife gif at the bottom, like the long dark has like an almost telltale thick black line art style. Whereas this is, uh, I'm guessing, and I'd bet money on Unreal Engine, uh, sort of more realistic art style. Oh, we can put that bet. I'll put that in the bets. No, we don't. Yeah, okay, man. Winner of sweet. the Canada 2022 Indie Cup, which you and I were. Uh, not judges yeah judges wait is it really i don't remember i don't remember this it, one one prime choice it was one know. of the categories probably so yeah i don't remember the, this one seeing this one at all the judges liked it and and i was I a judge it's pretty good what do you think um yeah it looks it looks sweet i want to know they did that coming. thing you you like where there's a gif on how to on adding on it to your wish list love it. i love it uh, oh, oh yeah, because it's getting a Kickstarter too. So let's let's. Uh, oh no, it's just the notify me on mm. launch. Here, I'll I'll do that too, so you can play double double thing. Double thing. Um, <clears throat> do we have a notify me on Kickstarter sound? I'll just play the magic sound twice. That's right. Looks sweet though. All right, I agree. It, I close the Steam page. Is there a date? Uh, no, but um, no, there's not. Okay, that's fair. Take your time. They're probably based on the success of the Kickstarter. We'll determine how long they're going to work on it. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so the last game today for Wishlist this coming at us from Toronto. Sun Amico Studio. It's Nebular Crush. It's currently in early access. Uh, they said for half a year after July 2022, but that has passed and it's still in early access, so see how long they need for that. Quote, Nebular Crush is a 2D retro shooter that delivers nonstop arcade action armed with a magical surfboard and guitar. You must shred your way to victory through 50 action-packed levels. Over 50. Uh, it's a great premise. So it's a 2D side-scrolling game. It's like um, it's like a, the screen's constantly moving kind of thing. So you gotta mm-hmm. like weave in and around the obstacles and shoot to like clear your space. Uh, kind of what... Uh, there's so many games like this, but I'm struggling to pull a reference right now it also has like look at the third screenshot super gorgeous like over overworld where like mario 3 style moved to the different levels um 
uh, yeah, I just love the pitch of armed with a magical surfboard and guitar. Come on, Steve. That's that's just such a good first sentence. <laughs> we um, did you use this? We have a code in our in our email. I'm like, I feel oh, like I saw this. And uh, we have we have a Steam code if you want it. Well, we should play this. Yeah, I'm gonna play this. All right, stay tuned for impressions on Nebular Crush next week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's in early access. Um, no release date yet, but it's got. Oh no, user reviews. No way. I'm I'm gonna review this. Tune in next week for my review. Here, I'll buy it and and review it too. Oh hell yeah! Cha-ching. Don't play it just yet because I haven't. I don't have the. I don't want to be. Wait. Oh, okay. Buy it right now. Hold on. Hold on. Add to cart. Wait. Mm-hmm. If it's if I have my credit card saved, then I can mm-hmm. purchase for myself. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Login Steam. I thought okay. it was. Oh, authenticator. Wait, you weren't logged in. How are you wish listening? Are you fake newsing us, Steve? No, I I, I was wish listing, but now wants. Oh, but now wants you to log in to make a purchase. That makes okay, sense. Okay, hold on. Here, keep keep going. I'm, I'm sending you the code so you can have that since Thank you're you. poor out of work. <laughs> For now, wink, wink. We'll see how we'll see how this looks. Uh, an important interview tomorrow. So. Learn account. Oh, you don't have my. Oh wait, Google has my credit card saved. Thanks, Google. What did, what did I? You? like this first sentence of the description too a mysterious virus has corrupted the cyberverse and now wizzy the wizard needs your help to destroy it wizzy the wizard steve uh, okay i think i can buy yeah. this hold on 13 okay hold on oh, i'm not gonna i shouldn't actually keep saying my address yeah uh read the entire front of the card followed by the three numbers on the back um please join our discord if you want to hang out and help us improve the game you know what maybe i will no, you know Maybe what? I'm not going to save my payment. Steam, Google is going to remember it. Oh, this is why the phone people number? turn in, Steve. Five minutes later. Okay, you can play this on I purchased it. All right. Winner. That's Stay a tuned purchase to the in lieu of a wish list, and yeah, we'll, we'll tell you what we think next week. <laughs> well, I wish uh, yeah. too, but yeah. Oh no, the purchase supersedes. You know, you don't get you don't get two sound effects. That's fair. They, it's a trumpet. Frigid got two sound effects though. Well, yeah. <sighs> All right, you're you're, you're exposing my the illogic of my my sound effects. Well, we're gonna cut to a song. Uh, maybe I'll pull the uh, trailer song from Nebula Crush to give you a vibe, and come right back and talk about what we've been playing. <laughs> And we're back, uh, Steve. I'll tell you what I've been playing. You tell me what you want to hear about, okay? Okay, go. Uh, for Canadian, um, diving back into Tunic. Actually, we'll save Tunic. We have an interview coming up with three of the lead developers on that end of March. Very excited about that. Nice. Very have surprised you beat it? they were. Have you beat it? Uh, no, that's why I've been playing it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I see. Them. I see what you're saying. Um, but no, save that. Uh, Save Grindstone. Talk too much about Grindstone. All right, I played a demo for Cornucopia, mm-hmm. uh, which is being worked on. I just know them as uh, David from our disc, not the David, a different David from our Discord. Um, it's a Stardew Valley like, uh, and I actually just jumped into the Peglin today because I remember playing it from Game Slice, and I was like, I liked Peglin uh, a lot. Um, have they added a bunch of stuff? I haven't played Peglin since the Dad Deck days, like a year ago, probably actually, maybe a little bit. Oh yeah, it's ago. it's been very active in terms of uh, early access period. They they have merch already, like you can buy the little green guy as a stuffy, which is pretty cool. Steve, oh, it has six thousand six hundred reviews as of this recording. Peglin uh, does very positive. Yeah, this game's popping off. Holy shit! I mean, no wonder they have merch. Top funny review. This is a passionate pegging experience. I love <laughs> pegging. This is the best time I've ever had pegging. I like pegging goblins. All right, it's not a very original uh, fan base, but that's okay, because they seem to really (laughs) (laughs) like the game. Uh, Yeah, and shout out to Red Nexus. They like our tweets all the time. So I see you. I respect you. Steve, this game's great. This game's so good, because I keep noticing, like, I played one run today. It took me about 40 minutes, uh, and I got to the second boss of, or sorry, the, the boss of the second area. 
Wait, sorry. Uh, are you talking about Peglin or Cornucopia? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about Peglin now. I'll talk about okay, Cornucopia yeah. after. Cause, oh, man. Peglin's so good. Uh, it's got the overworld map-like inscription where um, you know you choose which path you want to take. The different, yeah, or, like Ship of Fools. Yeah, all those. You, you, you pick which icon you want to go towards uh, <coughs> on your run. Uh, but the game you're playing is uh, on the bottom. It's Peggle. Uh, you're just pointing the ball down the pachinko thing and shooting it. And on the top is your character versus a bunch of uh, classic JRPG anim- or RPG enemies, JRPG 2, on the right that are like advancing towards you from the right side of the screen. Uh, basically, how many pegs you hit determines your damage once the ball hits the bottom it'll do that damage but of course there's like a whole bunch of different types of balls you can shoot that have different abilities like one i really like um will pass through pegs on its way up and only like damage the peg on its way down so Mm. like once it gets to the bottom like it it'll keep above the pegs a lot more often and get a lot more done uh there's one that instantly explodes like the different uh, explosive pegs that are around you usually need to hit them twice before they blow up a uh, whole bunch of stuff like that um and then there's different items that you add to your character that give you stat bonuses and stuff a lot of like junctions where it's like uh do you want to take 20 damage now but get a cool thing in two turns kind of thing yeah uh, yeah. yeah it's a rogue like hard K on that one nothing carries over uh it is a new run from the same stats every single time the only thing you're taking with you is your skills and knowledge about the game but uh on my first play i got all the way to the end of the second area and and was within like 600 health of killing the boss which he had like 8,000 health for reference so yeah i felt really good um but again my big issue with and you said as well is Going back to that starting screen and like, oh, do I really want to do all that again right now? No, I don't. So this will be yeah. one I think I just do a run every week or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. I I think when I played it, there was only like two or three levels and I couldn't get to the end of the second one. Mm. Um, and I dug it. It worked well on dad deck. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just sort of the thing where I'm like, I, I feel like I saw all the game that I could see with my skills because um, mm. I wasn't very good at it, and I would just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll just wait. I think I dabbled in because there was like some other new thing that they did, and then I just haven't. I honestly like have forgotten all about this game. So, um, yeah, maybe whenever they hit the the full access or whatever. Mm. They say uh, how long will it be in early access? Peglin will be in early access uh, until mid twenty twenty three. So stay tuned this summer. Yeah, I and mean, they, honestly, they, with all those reviews, they must just like they got the money i'm assuming to just like take their time and, and do it right. oh yeah it's it's 23 canadian which is i'm assuming like 1799 or 1999 us uh yeah with 6000 reviews assume 20% of people who bought it reviewed it unless it's abnormally high uh yeah they got money in the bank bring it to consoles bring it to playstation for steve and it is dad deck verified and you played it there so I will double dip for this on Dad okay. or on uh, PS5. PS5. So there you go. You, you yeah, want to get that PS5 money, Red Nexus? <laughs> uh, yeah, and follow at Red Nexus Games. They're lovely and supportive. Mm-hmm. Based in British Columbia. Uh, Steve Cornucopia from David in our Discord. I forget where he's based, but he's Canadian. It's uh, uh, isometric Stardew Valley. In all the same ways that people love Stardew Valley, I this isn't my genre at all, but... You know, you move to the small town, the, the helpful, friendly old guy sets you up, you start, um, you know, meeting the townspeople, uh, clearing the debris in front of your house, setting up uh, your farming land. Um, there's a lot more, like, uh, automation in terms of, like, it's like Minecraft where you'll set up a furnace, you'll set up a, a band, bandsaw table, and then you'll, like, dump stone and wood into them, and you can check on them. So there's a little bit more time management stuff. I don't know if that happens in Stardew. I didn't get very far, but I don't I don't remember it happening or seeing it. Um, and yeah, I guess so. The big difference is that side perspective, where it's kind of like uh, Octopath Traveler, or uh, uh, yeah, it's not the like top down Stardew model. It's the side view, uh, and you move like forward and backwards into the into the screen and away from the screen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, they have a, a their Discord's popping off, getting a lot of feedback from the demo, which is on Steam, and I think anyone can get into. Just find their Twitter; I'll I'll link it uh, in the show notes. Uh, and yeah, this is a. Uh, it looks good. It looks really good, and it's smooth. I really my PC just started like 
making a lot of noise when I played it and I let him know and he's like, Oh yeah, they're still optimizing. So hmm. yeah. sorry. So this was a demo or it's early access now. It's demo. Uh, hmm. Let me pop over to their steam page here. Uh, yeah. So from their steam page, you, Oh wait, where's the demo? Oh yeah. Okay. So go to the cornucopia steam page and then we need beta testers is like the top news. You click that and then uh, it's a link to their discord where you can get the key. I see, um, I see planned release date august 1st 2023 so they already have a date check that out cool yeah um i should figure out where he's from too hold on subconscious <clears throat> games watch he's from like washington vancouver no no, no no sharpness <laughs> vancouver Ooh, uh, that coward <laughs> steve what have you been playing um i've dabbled so it's been <clears throat> it's been kind of crazy a couple of weeks um mm. just being sick and stressed with work and all that stuff so i've dabbled in a few things uh the, there's a paw patrol mini game that my daughter is just killing right now and has mm. obviously 150 dollars worth of microtransaction shit <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fighting her <laughs> because she wants to buy it obviously and doesn't know uh-huh. um dove into fall guys last night with a buddy of mine and yeah uh, i tuned in <clears throat> yeah and like it's funny because I played a lot of the levels that I remember, but there's there's some new levels and stuff like that. But the trophies are absolutely just f- fucked on PlayStation. <laughs> like they are glitched. They don't auto pop. Like they're just wrecked. And then on PSN Damn. profiles, like people are just chirping that studio. So that's too bad. So now I got to like earn all that stuff out and and whatnot. So got now I got to play that more because I got like four percent. I'm just like oh my god. Um, I did dive into Inscription finally. Yes played the first like hour or so so i'm not mm. very far <laughs> creepy aesthetic like very very cool the mm. weird thing i like i know that this game is weird i know that there's something about this game that is different mm-hmm. but i don't know what it is but mm. like the first hour i'm playing i'm like i feel like this is all scripted like i feel like there's nothing like this was just a linear like thing like this was what the game wanted me to do Mm. in that first like battle and and whatever but yeah you like it's it's dope like it's super super cool and creepy i dig it how Uh, much do you know about what happens i literally don't know anything i just know that it's like dude i know sort of like how doki doki literature club were like i don't know anything about the game i just know there's something weird about it Mm -hmm. i just know there's something weird about inscription like i just know that's not what it's like that it it's not what it seems like there's something you specifically steve i think you're gonna really like where it goes yeah i'm excited to dive in i literally just started playing it like yesterday so i'm gonna play more this weekend and stuff um yeah it's awesome it's it's uh because you played and beat it right yeah but i had to get dragged across this is the first rogue light rogue first rogue anything i beat was inscription and then hades last year but yeah i had to get dragged across that finish line like uh patrick klepik the waypoint reporter was on twitter like hey if anyone's stuck in the first area dm me because you got to get past it and i dm'd him and then he gave me like a little strategy with like a card combo that actually helped me get past an area i was stuck on and then i got stuck at the like uh one the like fourth world or whatever of the um the thing I don't want to say too much. And then a bunch of the hard drive writers (laughs) who were like watching me just smash my head against it. Like I streamed it to them in discord and they just like coached me through it to, to get past the part I was stuck on. Yeah. Like Uh, I've walked around the cabin, but I haven't like explored it. And I'm just like, there's something going on like this. It's the dude is creepy too. Like it's, it's pretty, it's pretty solid. So I'm excited to dive into more, but The, the the what's got what's going against it right now is that dead space is out tomorrow and golden eye is out tomorrow so that's your next month in a bit right there <clears throat> yeah and and i did dive into monster hunter too so because like which one rise monster or rise because it's on game because mm. i got game pass again so oh hell yeah so i've kind of just been exploring game pass like atomic hearts is out next month i'm excited oh, for that soviet bioshock steve i'll check so, it out yeah, that was a, we don't have to dive into that, but like mm. I guess there's like one of the creators of it, the dad is like related to Putin or something like that. Huh. So there's something there's a there's a heavy Putin um like connection like in terms of family or he, like the dad is like on the like it's in the army general. I don't know. People are talking about it in Discord. I didn't know cuz honestly I took it as like Wolfenstein where it's like the the Nazis won Germany or sorry, mm. World War 2 and so it's just like 
Nazis took over. So I thought it was just like a Soviet, like more, a much yeah, more the premise, like future. The premise is to, uh, they get decimated very early in the war, which compels them to uh, develop technology way faster than they were. And so like they essentially create like fully autonomous creatures robots kind of things yeah uh, and you're sort of in the fallout of that like that soviet union where ai yeah is sort of so t- i'm, takes I'm off. excited so i i got that because it's on or i got game pass because it's coming to that or whatever mm-hmm. um monster hunter rise i was like yeah i'm i'm down to just dive in this even though i don't have the f- like 140 hours i would need to to dive into it mm-hmm. um so it's good but yeah dead space like it's all about dead space i can't wait to play that tomorrow oh man i can't wait well, stay tuned for our next podcast where we will have Dead Space impressions and uh, impressions of Nebular Crush from Toronto-based mm-hmm. Sun Amico. Anything else you want to mention, Steve? Should we wrap uh, this up? I was looking at the bets before. So the Browns mm. did not make the playoffs. Mm. Um, and I was wondering, I was going to put a bet here for for the, the NFL. Oh, I'm signed out. I can't type anymore. Hold on. I was going to, put a, I was going to say who was going to win the Super Bowl. Mm, who you pick? I'll put it in. So, so there's four teams left, mm-hmm. right? We got. Hold on. You picked the Bucks people? for the NBA. That's still here. <clears throat> Is that still there? Yeah, you've Steve picks Bucks for the championship. Oh, nice. They got a chance. Um, Middleton's <laughs> gotta get better. So, hold on. Playoff picture. I know it's. I don't know who's on the other side, but I know it's. Oh, uh, and I'll add. Uh, Stephen thinks Frigid is developed in Unreal Engine. <laughs> 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 I get you like it's to a certain point where you can eyeball it. I'm like, that's probably Unity, that's probably Game Maker, that's probably custom, and that's probably Unreal. You know, it's just That's fair. So we get yeah. We get the 49ers and Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um I think Eagles win that. And I think I hope oh man, I don't want Mahomes to win. So I hope Joe Shiesty wins. Mm. Oh, is that the, uh, I'm getting my Bengals hat back this weekend. I'm driving. Oh nice. That's good timing. That's good timing. Perfect. Are you getting it before Sunday? I am. Six thirty tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Tomorrow after our it. interview with World of Antara developer Eighty One Monkeys. Stay tuned for that. Anyways, I will say that uh, the Bengals win the. Oh yeah. Super Bowl. I'll pick it too then. Steve and Steven pick Bengals. Uh, and I'll put another little uncut gems bet on that one. Dude, that did I sh- show you that bet card from last time? Like it was like fifteen dollars oh, yeah, yeah. turned into like eighty nine, but then I bet on no, no, it was worse than that. It was like fifteen turned into like a hundred and fifty six, but then I also just bet on the Bengals to win and then lost it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll do that. Classic. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. I'm fucking tired. Betting on the app is like ter- it's just not as good. Like mm. going to the casino and doing the stuff. That's like what that shit's about. But like just printing on the app, I'm like that's fucking boring. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, the cliche joke about <coughs> dating in person versus on the app. There's no, <coughs> no thrill of it anymore, Steve. You don't go out and meet people. You just sit at home and tap your little screen. Yeah, and then it's just like, you lost money. I'm like, yeah, I guess I did. I don't know. Great. That's what every other app on this phone It's like, I just me. lost digital money that's in my bank. Like, um, it's not real money. It's not real yeah. unless I put it on the table and then they just take it away from me. <laughs> Give me like four <laughs> chips. <laughs> like that guy we saw at the Halifax Casino. Um, what guy? What kept, you mean? The, the Indian guy just kept coming up, just peeling hundreds onto the table. And oh yeah, for, yeah. Every now and then you see those people; they're like in suits or whatever, and they just drop cash and they just don't give a fuck. Man, and like, well, I give a fuck about our patrons, uh, who we want to thank at the end of every episode. So a huge thanks to our credited patrons: Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Jean Leggett, Kai Hutchins, Meow Leon, and Nicholas A. Zorko. That's it. For episode 226, the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast. If you're on a service that lets you leave a review, could you do that for us, please? Leave a review. Send it to a friend. If you're like, hey, want to shop local for games? Hey, you got a game design student in your life? Uh, first of all, check in. Make sure they're okay. Send some ramen. And then send them this podcast. Uh, and follow us on all our socials. We're posting more actively on Twitter, at CanadaGameDevs, at CanadianGameDevs on Instagram, and TikTok. Gonna make uh, some TikToks, damn it! I will. And CanadianGameDevs.com for all the content you want about the Canadian game devs scene. <sighs> all right, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, until next time, toodles. Bye.
I've been banned yeah. from three subreddits, two of them for just posting a map about uh, light rail or high speed rail, which is very funny to me. Yeah, trains are stupid though. Trains suck. Oh man, it doesn't matter. We're never gonna get any. Hey, don't worry about it. All right, let's do this because I want to play that high uh, rhythm game thingy, whatever it's called. I thought you were gonna say high on life. I was like, ooh, after the he gets canceled, Steve wants to play it. I see. How yeah, it I want to. I want to play it even more now. <laughs> uh, yeah.